Hello and welcome to the latest bite-sized edition of Food and Drink Federation's podcast, Passionate About Food and Drink. My name is Pete Robertson and I'm the Chief Executive of FDF Cymru. Today I'm joined by my colleague Julie Byers, who, who was the architect of our Welsh Food and Drink hustings that we held recently. Julie, considering you did a lot of the planning in terms of this event, how do you think it went and did you what sort of key highlights came up for you? Um, I thought it went really well. Um, so just a quick summary, if, not, if uh, those that are listening weren't able to attend on the day, um, was that we brought together the whole food and drink supply chain so from uh from nfu fuw to uh the welsh retail consortium the association convenience stores and uk hospitality so actually it was the whole of the food and drink sector in wales and really one of the things that came through throughout the whole hustings was um, all the Welsh political parties seemed very committed to growing the sector. Um, and I think they did see it as being integral to post-COVID recovery as well. Yeah, I thought that is interesting. Some of the things that came across, that there was quite a lot of commonality, wasn't there? I mean, when we started to talk about the brand Wales and mm-hmm. where Wales can stand out, there was very much a common agreement about the naturalness, the nurturing, the sustainability, high quality. I think that was quite interesting because it sort of came across on quite a few different aspects when we dealt with, even when we dealt with the health agenda, we dealt with the sustainability agenda. And I think I think it was great to have those different perspectives. So the hospitality guys are going to say, OK, so how are you going to support hospitality? And the, the retail consortium guys are saying, well, how does that the whole supply chain support the public health, a public health situation? And then and then you've got us in terms of looking at economic sustainability. So we're able to get a sense of a four, uh, you know, seriously um, prominent uh, politicians thought it was good you know we had you know with Hua Rankin Davis he's obviously experienced a minister we've got Leah Griffith you know Janet Finch Saunders and uh, Bill Powell which was interesting it was great to hear from that so it was good to get a balance so I quite like the different dynamics and each one of them did bring a few subtle a few subtle differences didn't there? there's a lot of commonality but there's some specifics where they definitely are in different places and i think that really came up um in response to our question about how to kind of ensure that going forward businesses have the economic sustainability so they're able to withstand um uh, kind of upcoming regulations but also be able to continue to invest in policies and uh, in achieving targets for the Welsh government particularly reaching number one recycler in the world and um and that was I think across the board maybe not so much with uh, from Hugh Ranker Davies but um it was very much recognizing the impact that Covid has had on food and drink and how in the next few years that kind of there will be that be might be mindful about making sure that regulation is proportionate to if businesses can withstand that um but i think where we're coming from with that question is very much of there's a wide range of challenges um that businesses are facing kind of with still navigating the new trading environment post brexit and recovering from covid but also all the uh, policies that the Welsh government are considering and that's kind of slightly joined up to the UK in the sense of the introduction of the deposit return scheme, reforms to extended producer responsibility but also what the Welsh government's considering in their healthy weight, healthy Wales plan about restricting promotions. So that was an opportunity just to highlight what the Welsh political parties thought about um, their approach to supporting businesses. 
Yeah, I, I think one one area that came through uh, for me that was that was relatively clear is everyone's on the the procurement policy. So it's, it sounds to me that, that you know the Welsh food and drink sector, uh, there was something like uh, there was one one particular stat in terms of forty odd percent of the the procured food in the Welsh uh, Welsh government is actually from Wales. Mm-hmm. And the idea was for for every for every step forward, or that every percentage of that was the equivalent of creating two thousand jobs in Wales. So I think whether you can pull individual stats out out of that, but I think that the 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 look now is going to be I think whatever Welsh government, whatever colour it is, I think we're going to be looking at someone who's looking at local supply chains and looking at keeping things local, and I think that plays into the agenda of the the environmental stuff as well. It seems to be that that's going to be a dynamic. But yes. it, what was what I, th- I thought was also interesting was the there was a point on the the global. Obviously, Wales wants to be a global nation, but I, I think it was there's a bit of recognition that Wales, from a European uh, standpoint, looks different from Wales from maybe a further afield standpoint in terms of the culture, in terms of the, in terms of the level of recognition for Wales. So, I think there was there's there's quite a bit of reality and there's quite a bit of opportunity there. That was that was I think that came across to me for sure. And I think this goes back to what you were saying about commonalities between uh, across the Welsh political parties. And that was very much about brand wells, kind of when it was about exports, it was like making sure the value of it being Welsh produce, Welsh food and drink was being kind of capitalising that as a brand. And then when we were talking about hospitality, it was about Wales as a kind of a tourist nation, about being it's a slightly different uh, approach to elsewhere in the UK is what was coming throughout. It's funny you pick up a couple of phrases, don't you? So there was one. There was one when we started talking about the the consistency with the borders. It was, I think there was a phrase. It's, it feels different coming to Wales, mm-hmm. and and the the quality offering that they're talking about is it's it's not just about. Um, the hospitality is actually the quality of the the whole tourism sector, the whole experience, uh, and and making that make. I mean, there's a there's an event that the Welsh Food and Drink Industry holds. It's called Taste Wales, and it happens in October. We will be there. FDF is part of the sector, but there was again there was a comment that said the Taste Wales. Uh, mentality needs to be extended beyond the physical event. It needs to be more about how Wales is seen and how it marks itself and that type of thing. So I think think that was quite interesting. I mean, obviously, with with the, the NFU and the Farmer Union of Wales there, uh, the really hot topic was the the nitrate variable zone that mm-hmm. uh, that um, is has just recently been announced by by Welsh government. And was, from a political perspective, I think it was quite interesting because the only talk. Uh, in, in terms of coalitions or coalition potential red lines, where that was a, a, le- a red line for for uh, Liberal Democrats for Bill, uh, and and Ply did suggest by saying that they'd want a six month review after they went into a, a coalition. So it feels that that's a particular area that that has still got quite a lot of room, quite a lot of uh, room to run, really, from a political point of view. But we shall see. I suppose there's only a couple of weeks now to go until the elections. So yeah, so while we're on, I suppose it just it's not part of the hustings, but maybe it, one thing maybe to highlight is the, is the recent polling. Um, we just we just at the start of the week, FDF does its usual uh, webinar. And there's a Welsh there's a Welsh page. We've both done that on behalf of Wales, and uh, the poll at the start of the week was 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 done by was done and actually had Labour at 29 seats and the Liberal Democrats at one. And in theory, you could see the the status quo continuing, but it was just interesting that we've seen that change, uh, and Labour have dropped back now to 26. And the reason that's that's important, just as, as a sort of background is that um, 
that means they can't combine with, say, the Lib Dems unless they completely outperform what the possibilities or expectations are. And so effectively, you're looking at Labour having to look elsewhere to form a, a governing party. And, you know, it's difficult to see them looking towards abolish. You may have three or four, four or five seats even. It's difficult to see them looking towards the Conservatives. And so it starts to give you a feel that um, the Plaid and Labour is potentially the most likely outcome. But polls are polls. And once one poll last week, it's actually when the 6th of May when everyone votes, when we'll find, well, we'll find out a couple of days after because of the weekend and the COVID process. But maybe on the Monday, we'll actually find out where this all goes. Just to say that FDF Cymru has uh, put together its own asks for the next Welsh Government, which you can find on uh, our website. Okay, okay, terrific. Thanks very much. And happy listening to the hustings, whoever takes it on. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this FDF podcast. FDF is the voice of the food and drink industry, supporting our members with the expertise to develop, grow and strengthen their business. To learn more about how we can help your business, contact us at members.inquiries at fdf.org.uk. There's no better time to become an FDF member.